It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Okay, let's roll, dudes! And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, what's my gas tank on E? Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license. I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed, you lose. Slow down. Driving is no game. A message from Virginia DMV. Did you know that the ABV podcast is sponsored by PreSonus Audio Electronics? They're a global pro audio company headquartered right here in Baton Rouge, and they've been making pro audio hardware and software for a long time. I've been using PreSonus gear since I started my first podcast back in 2011, and as a former employee of the company, I'm super excited to have these guys on board. And thanks to these shiny new mics they let us use, well, they're a big part of why we suddenly sound so damn good. PreSonus's deal is that they leverage all of their 25 years of professional recording studio manufacturing experience to make industry standard pro audio tech available to both seasoned professionals and first-time hobbyists at a price that won't require you to sell your homebrew gear or list your doghouse on Airbnb. So check out PreSonus.com. They've got Bluetooth speakers, microphones, headphones, audio interfaces, and a whole lot more. Doesn't matter if you're a musician, live streamer, podcaster, DJ, or whatever, PreSonus has something for you. Even if you're not all that creative, and just like to listen to any of the above and have it sound as good as possible. They're here for you, wherever sound takes you. Conceived from a passion for craft beer and founded on the principles that everyone should have access to the market, Pelican Craft Brands founder Chris Pennegy rented a warehouse, bought a truck, and started selling craft beer. He put it all on the line for the little guy and to bring quality 100% American craft beer to the greater Baton Rouge area. And that's why I wanted to partner with Chris Pennegy and Pelican Craft Brands as a sponsor for my podcast. For more information on their portfolio, go online and visit pelicancraftbrands.com. Are you a fan of 80s and 90s pop culture and also like to collect cool glassware? Then you should check out my buddy Cliff Decatur's online store, hopsinthehollows.com. Featuring artwork from movies such as Friday, Trading Spaces, and even video game artwork from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!, and also characters inspired by the Garbage Pail Kids. He's got you covered. Whatever your glassware needs, he can take care of it. Check out his online store at hopsinthehollows.com. When you're craving tacos, there's only one place that can take care of your needs, and that's Government Taco, located on 5621 Government Street right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Happy hour specials Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m., and on Thursdays, it's happy hour all day long. That's right. From open to close, you can enjoy happy hour drink specials and happy hour bar snacks as well. Government Taco, where the right of the people to possess and enjoy tacos shall not be infringed. Constant Contact's digital marketing platform is just what your small business needs to stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. With an easy-to-use, powerful tool set of email and SMS marketing and social media and events management, you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your growth. Not a marketer? No sweat. With our AI content generator and automated emails and texts, you'll say the right thing at the right time, every time. So get going and growing with Constant Contact today. Try it free at ConstantContact.com. 
craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We like drinking them, and we like talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the ABV Podcast. I am Chuck P. Glad to have you with me today. I am at Cypress Coast Brewing here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, right in Mid-City, off of Government Street, if you're familiar with uh, Government Taco, which is right in front of Cypress Coast. And you know where Cypress Coast is as well. Justin uh, Myers is over there breaking my mic stand. Yeah, I've already already broken it once. It's fine. They're cheap, so I'll let it go. Uh, Justin Myers here with Cypress Coast Brewing. Thank you, sir, for having us in here tonight. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. We just got done doing the radio, so. That's it. Jay Dakota here with us as well. Yes, sir. Great microphones, cheap mic stands. You got to work on that, Chuck. Yeah, I'm working on it. Actually, I was setting them up, and I went on Amazon because I had some saved that I was looking at. And I just went ahead and just, like, well, buy it now. Yeah. I, I saw that yours though. was taller than mine, and I just had to, you know. Yeah, normally this is the Jay Cody mic stand. Gotcha. When, There's uh, good reason for that. Yeah, because he, he's a tall guy. Well, yeah. When, and when we did his show, he got this mic stand. But this is my show, so I get the mic stand. That's true. That's fair. Nah, I mean, just, you know. That's fair. Yeah. The thing is, it's also really heavy, and it you could club somebody with a, that <laughs> bass. Uh, I could beat somebody to death with this mic stand. It's ridiculous. <laughs> when, when we were gallivanting around New Orleans, going to breweries, doing podcasts and stuff, and the Bite and Booze radio show, we didn't had, we have four of those we had or four something? Of these. They were yeah. in a separate bag by themselves. We literally were hauling around three duffel bags full of equipment way back in the day. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it really was. That's too much. Now all this fits in one backpack. So, super convenient. Also, uh, shout out to Presonus for providing the microphones we are using tonight. The recording gear, the software that we use is all Presonus software. Check them out at presonus.com. Also, shout out to all of our sponsors. Government Taco, one of our proud sponsors. Athlon Insurance, Pelican Craft Brands, and Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Oh, the late edition has arrived. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's a party now. That's it. Miss Abby is, Lee is, uh, is this here. On? Oh, it's on. Is it? It's is on. It? Just, is just it? bring that over there I'm to too you. Too tall to like fit sorry. in here. Well, you are. Yeah. There's a giant CO2 tank behind. Us. Yeah, that, is, that <laughs> doesn't help guys. either. Hi, Abby Lee. <laughs> let's, let's get Abby a beer. Also, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we have another shout out that we need to make. Uh, I don't know if you finished all of your sponsors, but we have a special guest as well. Uh, I had one oh. more. Hops in oh, the hollow. Yeah. Slipped there you go. All right. Yeah, we do have a guest. Justin, you want to announce our guest? That's right. Oh, now no, he walked away. Well, now he walked away to get Abby's beer, so we can wait until he gets so, back. Right, he's coming back. Okay, so right. this is Jacob. He has uh, made a commitment to come here every week for an entire year. And at the end of that year, he will get something. We don't know what yet. <laughs> he will get something. <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been working the contract right now with his wife, so uh, we have a few things in mind. But uh, right now it's week 24, so it's still a while to go. But uh, as of right now... I plan on going the whole year. So I think uh, right now it's a beer named after you, possibly a purchase of a keg, and then uh, I'll be the founding member of the one year uh, the one year beer club. So I think I think it's uh, got a lot of promises. So and that's the club you started yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, self-made here. So I yeah. started after about a couple weeks, and I was going to go the whole year. So now we're in June already. So I mean, so the legit just started coming in. Your your, your self challenge is to be here at least once per week. Correct. Yeah. So uh, defined as like. 
from Tuesday to Sunday because yep. they're closed on they're Mondays. Closed Mondays, so we've gone Tuesday to Sunday. So uh, sometimes it's been a lot of great coming here Sunday hungover to have one beer with Justin. But I mean, end of the week, man, we got to do it. So yeah. we got we to be committed to the cause. And uh, he actually can track my credit cards on his little app over there. So he can confirm that we've been here at least once a week for the entire year. He, I admire the commitment. 24 he, in a row. He has also stolen our chalk. I don't even know where our chalk is for our wow. chalkboard. Well, he's keeping it so he can mark and off. And he is marked off on the wall like you saw. So. Yeah, that's great. Well, we're, that's we're good. Glad good job, Jacob. Yeah. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, that's awesome. That's top notch. Top notch. You got to love customers like that. Dude. Commitment. Yeah, committed. So, so I came yep. in late. What is this? <laughs> uh, we hadn't even discussed the beer yeah. yet. So okay. literally, we just got started. I'm sorry. We're came not in. there yet. <laughs> all right. So, cool. Justin, let's talk about the beers we're all drinking right now. Okay. So to, uh, right now, what we're drinking is a Belgian Saison. Uh, Jacob doesn't know this. This is actually named after him already. <laughs> wow. So his last name is Hay. So this is Say Hay Saison. He hadn't even picked up on that? No. I don't know how he didn't get the wow. get. So luckily, he's walked away. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's um, fantastic. This beer is named after him, and he doesn't even know. Yeah, so, yeah, so we had named this. Uh, we had different ideas for this, and stuff changed. And so, you know, on the fly, uh, say hey, Saison. This is just your typical uh, Belgian. Um, we're trying out some new yeast strains. We use a lot of dries. Um, we haven't found a Belgian strain that we really love. I really like this one, though. Um it gives you all those Belgian notes. It's very everything, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like you said earlier. It's 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 a classic saison. It is. Yeah. It's a saison. It's um six and a half percent. I think it's just pilsner malt. Um, nothing fancy. It it is what it is. You know. It's it's a solid beer. It's delicious. And as I said to you, it's a style that goes underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of the IPA haze and everybody wants the big juice bombs. Yeah. A classic style like this, some people are going to frown upon and be like, no, I need a double IPA yeah. full of well, citra and all this. And We have those. So. Yeah, you do have those, which is great. <laughs> yeah. But to go back and appreciate a classic style like this, Jay, I think you would agree with that too. Sometimes a break from all that to enjoy something like this is, is refreshing. Yeah, I, I I absolutely agree with that. And I really like the return of a lot of uh, lagers, a lot of pilsners, just a lot of a lot of lighter, refreshing beers that are more true to, to German purity laws and, and just kind of just beer, yeah. you know. And, and this Saison is certainly um, a style that, that you get out of Belgium and some of the some of those parts of, of Europe, where uh, the the really the predominant flavor, the thing that changes it, that makes it, is the yeast that yeah. you use. Yeah. And and I do think that's very interesting. A lot of people will say that this type of beer gets uh, into like some banana and clove kind of flavors. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think this one is necessarily all that much banana. No, it's uh, definitely it's definitely more on the clove, spicy, mm-hmm. um, some pepper, peppercorn, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's refreshing. Yeah, I it's get light. some of those baking spices for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, there, maybe there's a little bit of banana. I get a little, I get a, I get a little a banana bread or something yeah. on the back yeah. end. I think the spices definitely dominate. You definitely get like the... I, I get a lot of clove, pepper. I mean, I do get some of the banana, but yeah, it's... But that's what I like about Belgians and that style. It's so complex, but it's so light and easy at the same time. Yeah. Abby, what do you think? I know this is not a style of beer. You, I don't know if you've even had a Saison before. This might be your first time. I don't think I have, but I don't discriminate when it comes to alcohol <laughs> in general. So, I mean, this is good. It's a, I like it. It's a, 
it's flavorful, but it's light and refreshing. It's, you know, it makes you think, it makes you wonder, it makes you want to take another sip. So yeah. it's, you're definitely summertime refreshing. And this is a, this is a great craft beer option for people that aren't looking for something super hoppy or something dark and rich and mysterious. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it gets you that, um, that craft beer without having to be super craft. Yeah. Chuck, if you remember back to like around the world at the Chimes days, um, the the Saison Dupont was yeah. one yeah. Mm-hmm. that everybody drank uh, when they went around the world at yep. the Chimes. Uh, there there were a number of saisons that were on that menu at the Chimes that that mostly came from Belgium. Maybe maybe some were Dutch or you know some, something like that. But yeah. all, all from like that uh, Flanders area, that that part of Europe that where where France, Belgium, Netherlands, Germany all come yeah. together and. Um, and it really, as we said, kind of identified by the yeast. And Justin, you could probably educate me on that. Like, what is it about the yeast? And as, as a brewer, like, do you have to keep different types of yeast in for essentially well, any beer that you want to brew? I mean, kind of. It's one of those things, like, each yeast has its own character. And that's been the, that's like the biggest defining thing with Belgian European yeast. Um, especially in Belgium, France, that area, you'll have, especially like the Trappist styles, you'll have each uh, brewery will have their own house strain, and they develop those cultures over centuries. Yeah. Um, so they don't even, some of the areas don't even pitch their own yeast. It's just, it's they just brew there. the beer, it's open air, they yep. open ferment it, yep. it naturally does its thing, and like it's, yeah. it's cultivated to like, this yeast is going to flocculate or this yeast is going to attenuate or this yeast is going to throw bananas this yeast is going to throw pepper and that's what I really like about that area and that style it's like Um, San Francisco sourdough how like you just have a a yeast culture and like Uh, it's a growing organism it's it's yeast like you just keep it alive and keep using the same yeast strain the California common yeast it's it's a lager strain but it was developed to ferment a little warmer than your typical lager strains so I mean it's a living organism. It's not just something, you know. Which is so crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. That it's just because also like this not scary, like you know, actually be scared of it. But from a brewer's point of view, like one of the things that could negatively influ- impact your beer is the addition of of bacteria or yeast yeah. or something that ferments yeah. that you really didn't want in that beer. Sometimes it's happy accidents, but yeah, generally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Generally, anything else. generally <laughs> you do not want to, like, Pediococcus, Britannomyces, or any of that stuff. Like, I mean, there's styles, yeah, that, that's there, like Flanders, like going back to what you were saying earlier. But, um, yeah, you have to be very careful. You have to, like, make sure your sanitation is on point. Um, but that's what I, like I said, that's what I find fascinating about European brewing is that they don't sanitize and they don't, you know, worry <laughs> that's about crazy. Stuff. Yeah. But these, the breweries, they're like, even the windows and the way things are set up is so that it naturally inoculates the uh, wart so that it just allows it to ferment and they know what they're going to get every time, you know, and that's fascinating. That's, that's fascinating yeah, to that's- me. It's kind of mind blowing when you think about it. Yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so different than certainly what you learn here in the states as a home brewer. Yeah. And I imagine 
generally speaking, what you guys have to do commercial brewing, yeah. it's like sanitation is your best friend. Yes. Like yes. kill yeah. every bit of bacteria or yeah. yeast or anything living that you didn't put there on purpose. Yeah. You go to like Norway and other places and they've got literally logs. And they just throw these logs <laughs> into the wart and it ferments and they just know every time this is gonna be the end result. Yeah. You know? So Wow. It's insane. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. It's There's, super cool. I know a guy that opened an entire brewery based on his log. Based on log. Literally. <laughs> literally sent it around the country and, like, developed a culture. And he went back to, I'm probably wrong, don't quote me, but I think Omega. And they isolated the culture that came off of that log. And he opened a commercial brewery. Wow. Yeah. So. So, Justin, that's all, like, it's the, the type of beer that we're drinking right now with the Saison. But yeah. you guys brew a lot of... Um, the trendier American style beers, the New England IPAs, yeah. the hazy, juicy stuff. Uh, y- y'all play around with a lot of different uh, dark beers, coffee stouts. Y'all got a vanilla Baltic porter that you yeah. collaborated with Gilla right now. Like, got an oyster stout right what's now. What's kind of that oh, nice. dichotomy between that, what you guys are trying to do here at Cypress Coast between the old school European and then the modern American brewing? It's a, I, I don't want to say clash, but it's definitely, I'm more of the continental European, Belgian, like, nerd kind of thing, you know? And then Caleb is definitely more of the how hoppy can we make this or how, you know? Um, but it's fun. It's, you know, that's that's the fun of it. We can do both. And uh, I think that's been our biggest focus is that we absolutely can do a 10% triple IPA hazy, yeah. which you've already, you, y'all have drank. Um, but we can also do, we have a crystal Weizen uh, fermenting right now. We have a Pilsner. We have an Irish Red. We have things like that, you know? So, like, there's more to beer than just your typical hazy hop yeah. forward, you know? And it's good to have both of those mindsets with yeah. you guys. Because if both of you just came into the game with, like, we're just going to make hoppy beers. Right. And we're not going to make anything else. That's going to be great for a while. But yeah. is that sustainable? Eh, I don't know. Debatable. A lot, of, a lot of people have done it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but still, like, you've got to embrace some of the classic no, styles, like with this saison as well. Yeah. Because you're going to get people that are going to come in here and be like, I don't like hoppy beers. Yeah. Yeah. I want to drink a lager or a pilsner. Correct. Or a saison or like a Berliner Weiss or yeah. something like that. Yeah. We definitely try to have as wide open of a menu as we can. So, like, I am all about if I could brew a lager every week, I wish I could, you know? Yeah. So that's just um, a long process and yeah, it takes two, up a lot yeah, of Yeah, a month stuff. and a half, two months, yeah. Um, but I mean I do like ha- I do like hazies, I do like stouts, I do like porters, I like all styles, so I that's do, all we- I do hear there's an Italian lager in the works though. Oh. A little uh, three-way collaboration, Italian lager, maybe? We've got it. Possibly. We'll see. We'll give you a definite maybe. <laughs> maybe a little uh, we'll see how the na- taco, yeah. Anthony's Italian Deli, Cypress Coast Brewing, uh, three-way. Uh, we'll see how the neighbors react to this. We'll see. This is something we discussed on the Jay Cody show. Uh, trying to convince Jay to do a collaboration with Anthony's Italian Deli, which is right next door to Government Taco. Uh, there is nothing wrong with deep-fried lasagna. Just yeah. That. A deep fried lasagna taco. No, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I if, can see it all now. Yeah, and if you guys nothing can, in that statement, it's wrong. No, and if you guys can make an Italian pilsner to go along with that, I mean, it's a win-win for everybody. I'm I'm ready, really. Yeah. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll go talk to Marco tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it makes all the sense in the world for that to happen. Uh, it's probably going to be a one-day thing, so. 
we'll do a we'll do an Italian lager release party with Cypress Coast. We'll do that that same day, all that day only. Yes, lasagna, Anthony's Italian Deli lasagna taco at Government Taco. I Available till it sells out. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with any of that. No, at all. So I want to go back to Abby real quick because Abby is since I, I guess since you and I Jay started working at Guarantee Media, we've kind of a adopted Abby into the craft beer scene with us. And we've you kind can of been, say that. We've kind of been educating her and getting her to try some different things. What is your take on the season? Like, are you picking up any specific flavors from this beer? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. It's like a... I mean, I know y'all said it was like a like a summertime beer, but like it's kind of like... I don't know. I, I feel like it's kind of heavier than like a summertime beer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Just like a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it's got a little bit more body than like a blonde or something like yes. that. Yeah, it's, oh, yes. It does. Well, it it feels like it. It, it doesn't. Okay. When you, look, okay. when you measure the gravity and stuff like that, it's, it's a little bit drier. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but it's not that far off. But it's also higher in alcohol. So that's, you know, perceived body. Yeah. That could be yeah. the thing as well. Yeah, this is like right at six and a half, I think. But it's at the same time, it's like good and refreshing. So. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it makes you want to drink more. Yeah, I, which I is the, I see the face. Right. <laughs> Abby does like to drink more. <laughs> always. I think always. the flavor profile is refreshing. I think the mouthfeel is a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's kind of like if you took your your basic domestic beers and compared that to just like a basic white bread. Like okay, yeah. Michelob yeah. Ultra is like. Uh, Sarah, oh, whatever, oh, whatever, the, the Sarah Lee light, low calorie like bread, right? <laughs> and then like Bud Light is like funny bread, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Evangeline's yeah. like the king Miller, of bread. Miller Light is Evangeline made, yeah. like, like this is a banana bread. Like it is noticeably heavier, right? Yes. Like yes. It, there is more yes. to it. It is denser. I, I will admit that like normally saison should be bone dry, and that's the one thing that we've. We're working on for trying to find a dry yeast that does dry out the way yeah. that we want, you know. So it's a slower dry finish on it, but I, yeah, it. I mean, I like the I like how it lingers though. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, it finished at like, and this is that nerdy like going down that road. I think it finished at like a thousand four, a thousand six. Okay, so it didn't finish at like a thousand nine nine ninety eight like some of your typical saisons or when you think of that. Um, we fermented at like 75, almost 80 degrees, I think, trying to get it, you know, to finish. So Nice. Chuck, that Baltic porter we had earlier, that's more like a pumpernickel. Yes, yes, I agree. Now it's, like, what, it's like the bread you get at Outback. Yeah. What is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the translation for pumpernickel? You got this right on uh, trivia. Oh my god! Oh, it's like devil's poop or something. It's like, like the that. devil's something. But somehow I guess that right when we do tri- <laughs> we did trivia on the radio show. I don't know how. It was just a. I just threw that for some odd reason that pumped in that popped in my head and I just put it out there and I was right. Who knew? I don't know. Uh, so Justin, let's <laughs> let's talk about how you guys have gone through. All of 2020 last year during this pandemic, how you guys kept your heads afloat? It has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, like I said, we like I said earlier in the radio show, being on Government Street, Mid City neighborhoods, walking, biking, we've had a lot of support from the local area. Um, not having anybody inside when it's 35 degrees and raining, yeah, doesn't help. It's not ideal, but. 
when you have people that live two blocks, they can come by, grab a couple of prowlers, go home, you know, work from home and whatnot. Um, we've had a huge support from the local area, so we, I can't stress how much we appreciate that. Obviously, um, it's been interesting when you open a when you open a business, you have plans like this is how this is going to work, this is how we're going to do this, this is how we're going to, and that's all out the window. Yeah, like, it's not none of that all, matters at yeah. that point. So we have one week where we're hey we're open we think <laughs> next week hey I think we're back closed yeah like, so, I don't know what's going on yeah so um and everybody's really understanding and was really supportive and got it you know so like I said I can't stress enough how much the local community is like embraced and helped and you know done what they could so it's been yeah. great and we're we're here tonight it's a Thursday uh, evening. <laughs> yeah, I pulled into the parking lot. I'm like, well, I'm not parking here. Nope. <laughs> and being behind a you know taco shop doesn't hurt. So. No, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Especially when they're doing an all day happy hour. Yeah. Like every, like, but we have friends here tonight who have brought some drinks over yep. to Cypress Coast. And apparently, they're gonna have. I don't know how our how their server at Government Taco is gonna see this little thing, unless they're gonna walk over here. <laughs> oh, they have they have they have welcomes phone numbers. Don't yet. worry. Yeah, Welcome and Anson go. has this covered. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I should. <laughs> They're professionals. I shouldn't doubt it. They are trained yeah, professionals. You know how we talk to Jacob, who's trying to be at Cypress Coast once a week for a whole year. Yeah, like uh, they've already done that at Government Taco. We haven't even been open a year. Yeah, but I feel like if you named, if you had a taco where it had Welcome or Hanson in the title or something referencing. Something they love, they would get it. Poor Jacob has a beer already named after him. Yeah. He, still he doesn't, doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. He's clueless. I'm okay with a. a oh, what if Hanson smoked us a couple briskets and then we did a Hanson brisket taco for oh, a day? Look out! Oh, he said I can do that. Look Hold out. him to it. We can make. Hold him to it. Yes, y'all should have brought brisket. Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah. To have little Next tacos. Time. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, when we saw you outside earlier, Jay, when I was setting up here, and just now we're both like, man, we should have ordered some tacos. <laughs> if but only we, we knew a guy. If, if we knew a guy that could that could that could have made that happen. I don't know. But since everything's open up, Justin, it seems like. Everyone's embraced coming back and supporting oh, yeah, you guys, yeah. and, and seeing here the beers that you've been releasing over the past few months have been getting nothing but rave reviews from every beer nerd <laughs> that I know that's on all the social media uh, pages. Yeah. So, like, congrats on all that. I've been able yeah. to try some of them. Some of them I've missed. One of the most recent ones I didn't get to try, uh, which was we talked about on the radio show that everybody loved. It went kind of went crazy for it. Uh, oh hell, I'm drawing a blank on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't. I don't know. Well, oh, juice boxes. Juice boxes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't get a chance yeah. to try that. Yeah, that. So that's one of those things we're learning is that if we release an IPA or a hazy IPA specifically, yeah, if you're not here in two or three weeks, it's not going to be around. Um, I I don't want to say we're being getting to be known for our hazies, but definitely hazies are what we're getting to be known for. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's the thing. Like, unfortunately, no one's going to come over here and be like, "Bro, this is oh, this, this saison is like yeah. the shit." Everybody right. go back and get that. As soon as you drop a badass IPA, they're going right. to be like, "Go to Cypress Coast, get this beer. Yeah. It's amazing." Yeah. And that's going to draw the people in. Yeah. And I was I was talking to some guys uh, yesterday and the day before about it, and it was uh, you know really good feedback. Was that I'm not I will I will never name another brewery in Louisiana, obviously, about this, but. 
all, all of our hazy IPAs, New England IPAs, all have an identity. Like, none of them really taste the same, yeah. you know? Um, so that's something we've really focused on, is that even though they may be similar in style, hop profiles, like yeast strain or whatever, they're all, like, have their own unique thing and identity and either sweetness or body or tropicalness or anything like that, you know? Um, we've been really focusing on that aspect where every one of them is a little bit different. Yeah. So... Um, it makes you want to come out. It makes you want to try them all of it. So, for sure, yeah. I think this is a good spot in the podcast to pause and maybe we get a get a flight going with a few other things we can try and talk about. What yeah, do you think? I've got a few. We've got a few hazies we can yeah. we can do. Also, you can dry off because I see there's a drip <laughs> that's dropping like right on your arm. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> When you open a brewery, you're just used to getting damp all the time. Yes, this is true. So, cool. All right, we're gonna take a little pause right here. We'll handle some sponsor stuff, some sponsor business. Justin's gonna go to bar. We're gonna come back with some flights. We'll talk more about what's going on here at Cypress Coast. So, uh, everybody, just hang out. We'll be right back. Sweet. Athlon Insurance here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is committed to letting you live your life your way. They have access to many different carriers of home, auto, and life insurance and are prepared to find the plan that meets your expectations and the needs of your family. For more information, you can visit them online at athloninsurance.com or you can give them a call at 225-366-7530 and let Dwayne Moran and his trained staff take care of your needs at Athlon Insurance. Cafecito Coffee Roasters work with farmers and importers to carefully select unique coffees from some of the top farms and co-ops in the world. They roast daily on a small batch roaster that gives them the freedom to manually control all stages of the roasting process. To learn more about their coffees and subscribe to their coffee subscription service, visit them online at cafecito.com. That's C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. Cafecito Coffee Roasters. All right, we're back right here on the ABV podcast. We have new beers in front of us. We've got a couple of flights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We needed more beers. Of course we needed more beers. I'm excited about this. I am too. So, Justin, what do we have here in front of us? So, we have an Irish Red that we did. We have... I I don't want to say world famous. We have our coffee porter. (laughs) You can say it's fine. Yeah, people like it. We have our coffee porter. We have an oyster stout, which... There's a story behind that. Okay. And then we have our triple IPA, which y'all have had already. Yes, so. and it is delicious. And we'll save that for last. Uh, so what do you suggest we start off with? Should we start uh, off with the Irish? I would do the Irish, yeah. It's okay. the lightest. Well, let's do that. Let's do the Irish. Let Abby Lee have first dibs on this on this Irish. I like it. Oh. I like the it. The Abby Lee seal of approval. Look out. It's, it's definitely lighter and fruitier. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely get a lot of those fruit notes. Now, I was a huge fan of Killian's Irish Red back in the day. Ah, yeah. those were the days. Yeah, yeah. those. so oh man. $5 yes. pitcher night. Bro. Like, back when I didn't know, and I still don't know no, a lot no, about no, craft no, beer, but, there, yeah. but like, back in that day, like, I discovered Killian's Irish Red, and I was like, this beer is amazing. Yeah. Like, this is so good. Like, I'm going to drink this. Yeah. We've all had that natural progression where... Bud Light. We're going to move on to something, you know. Yeah. Little step up. Let's do Heineken. Let's do Killian's. <laughs> like, 
I used to drink a lot of Heineken when I lived in Reno, Nevada, because at one of the casinos on the on the on the main strip during football season on Sundays they did dollar Heinekens. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch football and I'm going to drink a bunch of Heineken. It's going to be the worst thing ever, but it's a dollar and I'm going to get drunk, so it doesn't matter. But Killian's probably it went red stripe to yeah, Guinness was to Killian's, I think. And uh, ja- <laughs> we. Uh-huh. It's Jacob. Jacob. Jacob's over there trying to chime in on, on some stuff. Uh, my cra- my entry into craft beer was weird. Like, it started off with Coors Light because everyone in Plaquemine drank Coors Light. And I drank it because it didn't taste like anything. I didn't like yeah. Budweiser. I didn't like the taste of it. And then I discovered Red Stripe, and I'm like, oh, this, oh, yeah, this yeah. is good. Then I discovered Guinness, and I'm like, ooh, this is like chocolate. Like, yeah. I can I can drink this all the time. We didn't do the we did Red Dog. <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I remember Red Dog. <laughs> we didn't step up to Red Stripe until much later. Yeah, Red. Wow. I, rem- I remember yeah. Red Dog, and Col- then it, the old college days. It went to Killian's, and then I got a, on a, on a Hogarden Garden kick for a while. Oh, yeah, if everybody remembers Hogarden. Hugh Garden. Hugh Garden. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I drank to be a, proper. To be proper, I drank a lot of that. Thinking like did this, you, did you, you have know. like the little orange slice in it? No, I did not. There was oh. never an orange slice in it. Really, it was the first beer I ever had with an lemon? orange slice was in nothing, Chicago. nothing, no yeah. fruit in Chicago. I don't remember the exact year. It was World Cup early two thousands and love line Googles. I love the nine a.m. Oh, dude, line nine a.m. Yeah, trying to find a bar to have breakfast. Oh yeah, man. But somehow found a bar to get drunk I was, and watch soccer. Uh, I guarantee you, on one of those same days, I was at Pluckers uh, on Nicholson and Baton Rouge. Yeah. At eight nine a.m. Yeah. Dancing my ass off to uh, to to Toby Keith. I'll shove a boot up your ass. It's the American wow. way. Yeah. Cheering for the wow. world. Wow. Shove a boot up your ass. It's <laughs> yeah. the American I, I had a whole way. dance. I had a whole dance to it. <laughs> Uncle Sam, put your name at the top, the top of this list. list. And oh then I God. like acted like the Statue of Liberty, shaking her fist. And the there eagle has, will fly. There has to be a video of this somewhere. Oh, there has to be. It's yeah. a great song. <laughs> I would take my shoe off. It's when a I got great mental. My boot there was grass. one time Jay came watch me sing at uh, Jolie Pearl Oyster Bar. I was oh, singing gosh. "Wide Open Spaces" by the Dixie Chicks, and he was literally going like, "Wide open spaces." It's like interpretive dance, like the whole time you were playing. <laughs> yes, like parting the Red Sea, like Moses. There's certain songs that just get me, <laughs> and that's one of them. When country hits, it hits. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god, that's funny. It doesn't hit often, but when it does, yeah. It's like pre-World Cup game the Pluckers. We had we like, I mean, we just like took over the whole damn bar, and I mean, they, they made it a World Cup venue at 9 a.m. Right, selling beer and chicken wings, and like there was a rowdy crew that would show up that early, and we just put on like this America playlist, and like and just just owned it. You know, like everybody's everybody's in red, white, and blue, and it's just like I had never watched soccer (laughs) before that. Oh my Didn't God. know anything about soccer and like, I'll never forget 8 a.m. wandering around downtown Chicago. I just want breakfast. Yeah. This bar <laughs> is hopping. What's going on? And walking in and like since then, I'm not yeah. going to say I follow soccer and I'm the biggest fan, but I enjoy soccer. Like it's. Yeah. And during the springtime, I kind of enjoy a line pools every now and then. I was in okay. Europe okay. when the Euro Cup was yeah. happening in 2016. Yeah. Oh my God! 
It was so much fun. Oh, dude, I can imagine. Like, we were, so we were in Paris one weekend, and I think Hungary was playing. I don't know who they were playing, but we got on the train, and there were a bunch of Hungary fans in there. That Their faces were painted. They oh, yeah. Were chanting. Yes. I mean, they take that shit it seriously like, in Europe. Oh, it was so fun. It was so fun. We went into a couple pubs, and, like, there were some games that were yeah. on, and, yeah, so it was the- a good time. Chuck, you'll remember uh, stories about the the first summer of Jay. Yeah. Uh, summer so of Jay. the year <laughs> the year was 2006. I was mostly in Ireland. Well, during that summer, the World Cup was happening in Germany. So it was much more like it wasn't 8 a.m. games. Right, yeah. It was like primetime games. Like I was in Ireland. The World Cup was happening in Germany. Not that far apart compared to the United States right. versus Germany. That's right? exciting. Uh, and so the games were happening like at nor- somewhat normal times a day. And and so like this is happening like during the month that I'm in Ireland. And Ireland wasn't part of it. England was. It was fun to watch it. All these European countries are doing well. And I, at, at the time that I started to just be like, okay, I've been in Ireland for a month. Like, let me go somewhere else. Yeah. One of my thoughts was go to Germany. The World Cup's happening there. And then I was just like, man, like, I just, I'm by myself. I don't want to deal with that. But Portugal was like crushing it in the World Cup. And I was just like, I'm going to go to Portugal and like watch the semifinals of the World Cup when, and Portugal's going to be in it. I'm going to be in Portugal watching Portugal yeah. in the World Cup. And, like, the game will be in Germany, but, like, I don't care. I'm going to be in Portugal watching the the Portuguese team play, like, in the semifinals of the World Cup. That's awesome. So, like, that's actually one of the reasons that I went to Portugal. Wow. (laughs) It was to watch the World Cup. I have a Snapchat on my phone that I saved of, like, some Irish guys, like, singing in the Eiffel Tower. Yes. Like, right after, like. This is where we need headphones. Yeah. This is where we need headphones. I have no right. idea what it is. Yeah. When you listen to it later, you'll get it. Yeah. You'll understand. <laughs> it's kind of low right now because it's loud in here, but I played it in my yeah. I'll never It was coming forget. through. Yeah, I'll never forget. I don't know, mid-2000s maybe. Tacos and beer, downtown Hammond. Oh, good spot. Yeah, did a special. If America scored a goal, you got a shot of Jack Daniels, obviously. If Mexico scored a, scored a goal, <laughs> you got a shot of Jose Cuervo. Yes. I went with a bunch of friends that did not drink Jack Daniels or Jose Cuervo. Oh, my God. Oh so <laughs> that was many long nights and a couple weeks. Oh, my God. Impressive. Uh, it was bad. I, but, remember, I mean, it was fun. But When we took our guys' trip to Portland, the women were in the uh, the Women's World Cup. Yeah, yeah. And that was cool. Like to, yeah. we, we tried to go to one bar. And we feel like, yeah, we'll get there at like 11 or so and we'll go watch the game. We got there at 11 and it, they, the guy was like, no, it's been packed since like 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking thinking? Yeah. Soccer fans take it next level. Dude, that's yeah. how it, in Baton Rouge for World Cup games, like the, the final or U.S. games. Oh, at the Londoner, The, the Londoner yeah. and Pluckers and there's a couple other places that, that I mean, if you're not – if you're not there four hours before the the, the game starts, you're you're yeah. not getting a table. No, you're, you're you're late. I was never into soccer until my son started playing soccer. And then I met Luke Betts, yep. who used to be one of the owners of the Londoner, and got with him and inviting me to go 
watch games at like six thirty in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, wait, y'all are open? He's like, yeah, we're doing we're doing breakfast. Like, come on, let's. Are I, you crazy? Why would you not watch soccer at six thirty in the morning and drink beer? Yeah, and I would go over there, and, and Gordy Rush would be there, and and sometimes you would show up, you'd be there. Yeah, I'm just like this. It, it would be packed it's at six thirty in the morning. I'm like, it's what the fuck so, is going it, on honestly, here? It's so freaking fun. Like it is. It it really. Like I don't know the details of soccer. I don't follow the clubs. Yeah. I don't know stuff like that. But there's nothing, honestly. There's nothing better than at nine a.m. getting drunk and watching soccer. Yeah. I can't. I cannot argue that. It's it's a good day. It makes it for is. a good day for it sure. Really is. All right, so we're moving on from this Irish red. I don't which know is, how we got on that tangent. I don't know either. It just, it just went off. <laughs> it was your fault. Chicago, line of oh, Kugels. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. line of Kugels. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fruity Pebbles. That's all I think about when I think of line of Kugels. That's right. I did. <laughs> when, when When I yeah. was in Ireland and I didn't want Guinness, I drank Smittix. Oh. And mm. I, that's essentially an Irish yeah. red. It is an Irish red. Well, so what What do you suggest I, we move on to next? Uh, I, so I put the triple IPA next, so I guess we can go there, which we've had. Might as well. Right. Yeah, it's probably the... It... it so, and honestly, we have an Imperial Stout on here, and somehow the IPA is the biggest beer on this flight. <laughs> um, That's impressive. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, so this is our, we talked about it earlier on the radio show, Juicebox Haze was so well received, everybody wanted to make it again, and we're like, well, we can't just make it. So, we decided to make it a triple version, double dry hop it, so it's 10.6%, Citra Mosaic Amarillo, it's just, it's a big beer. It's delicious. It does not drink like it's a big. It does beer, not. It yeah. drinks. It drinks. I'd say closer to like a normal IPA. It's you don't have that boozy burn that some no. of those double IPAs have on it. You'll after you know after your first one though you'll notice it. Yeah, which, I think we all can attest to that right oh, now. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm waiting for Abby Lee to try because I want her reaction to it as someone who's not a <laughs> with a nod of approval. She got a, a smile and a nod. Abby, if you drank like that it. whole thing, you'd be, oh, you'd be on the floor. Though. I know. It's a little. I'm not. <laughs> you get a little warming. I, I don't know if I'd say. It, I mean, is, it boo- is it boozier than what we had earlier? It's warmed up now. I. It hit me more than when we drank it yeah. on the radio show earlier. Okay. Just now, the sip that I took had, I would say, a noticeable amount of. Of the fermented malt, right? Like it's the 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 malt bill is stronger, and it's got a good hot profile. It's got good juiciness, but like, yeah, you get that malty sweetness in it, and you just know that that's like translating into yeah. high alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It. it I don't. I don't. I don't think it's like. It's not malty maybe sweet. Maybe isn't quite the right way to say it. It's not it. malty sweet. I don't. I get warm. I don't know. Warming. It's not like boozy alcoholic but definitely something that lets you know like this is yeah this is a big boy beer you know um if that makes sense i guess no it does it does I, but it is easy to drink it's light it's not i don't want to say light and refreshing but oh, I could, I it's could approachable drink, no. yeah i could drink oh, a pint absolutely. of it yeah, yeah. And then, for sure uh, and then be and like then oh know shit. that i drank a pint of it yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah we've drank a crowler already and we're like yep I know we drank already. This is true. We we did drink a crowler. This yeah. is true. But so. yeah, I, I I still don't get get that that alcohol burn. It's it's not alcohol burn. Um, I yeah, it's it's not. I don't want to say easy to drink where you can crush like four of them, but you know. No, God, if you're not, crushing four of these beers, yeah. Jesus, it is approachable at least. Yeah. So 
It um, is, it's very approachable. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it. It's it's definitely a beer if it's if it's something if you're wanting to try this and you want it's a good shareable beer. Yeah. If you get a crowler, it's definitely a good shareable beer, so that way you're not yeah. trying to drink a whole pint of this and like, oh shit, what was luckily, I thinking? Luckily, we serve it in ten ounce pours. Yeah. So we do not serve it in pints. Um, so smart. that kind of helps. Yeah, but smart. if someone asks for a pint of it, will you give them a pint? I'll never like turn down money. Yeah. No. Nor should yeah. you. <laughs> And we do offer it in crawlers. We do not have much left, so I don't know when this is going live, but we may not have it, honestly. It may, it may be gone by the time it, you hear this, honestly, people. It might be gone. And if you miss this, then shame on you. Yeah. Shame! 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 We're doing we're a gonna, sh- We're going to do... We'll do I, honestly, between us, like, I think big boozy IPAs are where it's at. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. Lighters. I don't like the lighter, like, six, six and a half percents, personally. There you go. If you're gonna do it, just do it. Well, it, well, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. I think like the body, the perception, the everything comes together, and when it's like seven or higher. No, I agree with that 100. Yeah. percent I want to be able like when I when I'm drinking an IPA, I grab. I I like the double IPAs. I tend to go toward the regular IPAs, but double IPA when I'm drinking, I want it to be full. Yeah. I want it to be like. All the flavor. I want that booziness in there as well. I want to be able to, to, to when I'm drinking, I'm like, okay, this, this is yeah, this is it. This is this is what I was looking for. Right. So, Justin, I've asked you this question when we did our podcast here the first time, and I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Were you guys even open yet, or maybe when just, we did just the podca- open? I think when we did the podcast, it was like a day or two before we actually opened open technically. Yeah. So, and I asked you and Caleb this question. Then I'm going to ask you now. I don't remember the question. <laughs> I'm going to refresh your memory. All right. What is in your fridge right now? Oh God, uh, I'm ashamed. Of Not food wise, just beer wise. <laughs> what I'm asking. I have a bunch of Miller. Oh. No, it's not Miller. It's it's Yingling. 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 I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shame so, you on that. I actually. I am. I was. Blessed. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Jay's gonna shame you on it. I right. was blessed with having more than one day off in a row. So I had two days off in a row, and I'm sorry. I'll say it. Yingling is the perfect. I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna drink all day. I'm gonna light the smoker. It's the perfect beer for that. No. No. Nope. I'm waiting for. <laughs> I'm waiting for Jay's counter. Jay's is negative on that. <laughs> it's not. It's really not a bad option. No, it's, it's not. If you're going to drink all day, yeah, start early, it's not a bad beer. Yingling is fine. The brewery itself has a lot of history. No. It wasn't available in Louisiana for a long time. Yep. It's out of Pennsylvania. It's not local it's or regional, but like old. it is craft. Yeah, but it's it is, craft. It's not it, it has, macro. Right. It's it not. has been around. It's been true. It's a freaking. It's a beer. It's a that's beer been perfected for a beer. over time. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's good. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, I mean, like if I'm there's, drinking, if I'm drinking craft, or if I'm doing a bottle share with friends, or if I'm, you know. Anything else, like, Yingling's not going to be my first choice. Right. If I'm at a barbecue, I'm going to bowl crawfish. If I'm going to, like, go to a pool party or the beach, you're going, I'm not going, to you're going Yingling. Yingling's, it's hard to beat, and, you know? And I guess where I am with it, and I understood, maybe I'm knocking you a little bit, but not, not like, really. Um, but, like, I feel judged right now. Sure. A little bit. I just try to take that opportunity to still support. Local? No, I'm and not. So like, yeah, 
Yeah. I'll grab a 15 pack of Paradise Park. No, I'll grab Paradise a 12 pack of Riverfront Lager from Port Orleans. I'll I'll grab uh, for me that kind of beer. Justin, I, I no, I agree. I'm I'm very much into like commotion and envy and, no, and voodoo is fantastic. and and like, those yeah. more sessionable yeah. Louisiana pale ales. Yeah, I no, uh, I can't. It, it's just more what I gravitate no, to. Yeah. Even for a barbecue yeah, or something fair. like that. Completely yeah. I'll tell you what. I was hanging out at a friend's house by the pool. We did some grilling a few weeks ago. And I drank a good bit of the uh, Port Orleans Kennebrow Kosh. Yeah. That's a that's – a, I don't Port know if that's a – Port Orleans El Dorado, the Mexican lager they have, dude, the Riverfront lager. Like, that's all – like, that's good. Yeah. Like, I'm not – I will not make – if somebody went to a crawfish bowl or barbecue and brought me that, I would not turn it down at all. Yeah. I would not look down on anybody either. Port Orleans has been cranking out some really solid beers. Yeah, I was drinking I was drinking the Kennebrow Kosh, and I was drinking the Vice Versa, their IPA. Vice Versa's yeah, good. Yeah, Vice Versa's solid. It was solid. Dude, Kennebrow's good, too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a Kolsch. Like, you just got to be yeah. into that kind of... It's a light, refreshing uh, German style beer. And yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's no, just like... Nothing too heavy. It's a beer. Yeah. It's... I, yeah. Like, and I... I I will go on record, and I will say this: on you can't argue me with this. Parlo Lagers, Pilsners. Oh, dude! Oh my God! The the Czech pills, the Italian pills, their dark Czech lager. Anything Parlo has put out, lager or Pilsner wise, yes, they crushed it. Oh my God! I agree a hundred percent with that, dude. I'm not gonna say like. Louisiana doesn't make good lagers, pilsners, or all-day beers. Like that's, you can't say that. No. So. So, but besides, the Parlo Parlo lagers, I got friends that like. I guess a perk of the job. I got friends that bring me beers. Yeah. And it's like, what do you want from these breweries? You can't make to the release, whatever. If it's a Parlo and it's a lager, bring it. You want that? Yeah. That's that's no question. So. <laughs> Other than your IPAs, is there a, another local brewery here in Louisiana whose IPAs you gravitate towards? Like, if you're in a store or just, like, at a brewery, like, what's an IPA you enjoy drinking? I mean, I think, uh, I know Rally captures it, their DDH uh, first pitch was good. It's, it's yeah. delicious. It's that was good. really good. Um, I want to see you guys do a collaboration. I think that'd be really cool. I, I uh, So, name drop, I have talked to one of the guys that work at Rally Captain. Okay. 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 You know, Jeremy, if you're listening. Yep. So, oh, Jeremy's listening. I know yeah, he's listening. I know he is. So <laughs> we have, we've dropped it. So. I like it. Anyway. Um, I'm going to push rally, on that. Yeah. We've, 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 you know, discussions have started. So that's all I'll say. Okay. All right. Um, I, I I love the guys, Robert, Rufere, and all that. Yeah. Like, anything. Like the 90s women's power ballot. I know that's what they've been putting out. So. It's a good beer. Yeah. I you get that think? at Government Taco, I think. Yeah, huh? right yeah. now, yep. Yeah. 90s Women's Power Ballad. Uh, I know that's what they put We probably have market. like the last half of the last keg that yeah. we have of it, that's and good. then uh, it's rotating off. Yeah. Um, really good beer. Rotating on will be uh, Parish Holly Beach. Ooh. Nice. Greetings from Holly Beach. Do you like the Holly Beach? Yeah. That's, I, that's what's going on. Uh, also, currently on is uh, the Windy Peppercorn. Uh, coffee uh, golden ale from Rally Cap brewed with my coffee that's roasted 
well, solid beers, cappuccino, well. coffee roasters. So sorry, we partner with French Drop. That's okay. No, French Drop. Look, <laughs> it's okay. I just went to Rally Cap. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's Whatever. Okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Speaking of, there's a coffee porter in front of Speaking us. Speaking of, yeah, I guess that's a good segue. Yeah. That, that <laughs> that's is a, great that's segue. a perfect segue. That's how I like to do it. <laughs> Okay, so you brewed a coffee porter, and uh, so, yeah, yeah. So I know you didn't y'all. use you didn't use Hanson or my coffee. No, so, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, Hanson has joined the folding in place of Abby Lee. Now. Yeah, but, Abby, uh, Abby yeah. deuced out. Well, yeah. That, yeah, we should actually introduce Hanson as a yeah. guest on the show. Now. Hanson Rogers is now on the podcast. Hanson, what's up, man? Well, coming in on this uh, coffee porter, which <laughs> happens to be. One of my favorite beers that's come out of this building. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, okay, it's, all right. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a crowd favorite. Um, sorry, we partner with French Truck Coffee. Um, they it's local. It's right down the road. They roast it for us. Like, it, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. Why are you apologize? Yeah, French, <laughs> French Truck is French Truck is great coffee. And, and, and here's the thing: this beer is really good. Yeah. This beer was good the first time y'all brewed it. It's been good every time you yeah. brewed it. And you're right; it is one of your fan favorites. It's yeah. it's one that gets the buzz. It's a it's a French truck coffee porter. There's French truck tastes, coffee right down the street on Government Street and it here tastes in the city. Just like a cold brew cup coffee. It really yeah, does. It, it's, it, it's hit all the notes. You're getting the chocolate flavor. You're yeah. getting the coffee. Like yeah. it's 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 balanced. But it's, it's light. It's ref- it. I would argue, like as a dark beer, it's still light, refreshing. Agreed. Yeah. It's easy to drink. I don't want to share. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to give you your own. Like we're going to open two. Yeah. You know, yeah. I kind of want my own. Yeah. It's. I think this has been the beer that's taught people that just because it's dark doesn't mean that it's heavy. It's thick. It's, Absolutely. You know. So it's it's a really good, easy drinking. It's six and a half percent, but it's approachable. It tastes like coffee. Yeah. You get the chocolate. It's. I mean. I may be biased, but it's really good. And it, it doesn't, mouth mouthfeel-wise, it doesn't feel, like, thin. Like, no. some coffee porters are a little too thin. Yeah. And it kind of loses that flavor it's, profile. Yeah, it's it's thin, but without, like, it doesn't, it's not that perceived thinness where it's, yeah. like, yeah. It's easy drinking, it's approachable, but it's not, like, oh, this is watery, this is, like, light flavor. Yeah, it's, it's far from I don't, I don't get that with this. I don't yeah. get that watery profile flavor from it. it no, I, I would never think watery, but I, but... But it is not like a stew, you yeah. know. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not a stout. It's, it's, it's not, not like the, the parade right. ground where it's. I have a hard time finishing that. That yeah. One small can of that. Where yeah. this one, I've had a couple pints back yeah. to back. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you kind of nailed it, Justin. Like it, it's like cold brew. It's like cold brew coffee. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if you drink black coffee, it's and I do. Yeah. Uh, yes. Me too. But yeah, it's a it's a beer that's like cold brew black coffee cold brew it's good yeah. it's it's definitely been a fan favorite and so we're we're i think we're on our last i think we actually tapped our last keg tonight actually brew more. um yeah, yeah. We're brew more. <laughs> i was about to say it. are you going to so, continue yeah. this uh collaboration? we will i mean it, i will not lie it is summertime and it is you know and everybody still drinks coffee so you're good right? yeah yeah, it's especially it's a when it's, it's not a stout. It is a porter. It's, it's, it's a stout. It is yeah. lighter. It's more approachable. We will. It's still dark, which yeah. people will be like, "Oh my yeah. god, it's a dark beer." That must be so thick. It's not I on our. Know. It's not on our. It's not on our immediate list to brew again, but it will be on fairly often. Now, would you consider? Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you I on the spot. I love Justin. these. I love these. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider doing, continuing the coffee porter? But rotating different 
coffee companies every time you do it like you did french truck i mean would you consider like another company like and just and like just like a series yeah like you, you're gonna do this batch with you're doing jay's coffee yeah. you're doing this batch maybe you're doing hansen's coffee you're I doing mean, this batch with with uh with community like I'm whoever not, well the big so the biggest thing is is that french truck is right down the road it's like two minutes away yeah they fresh roast it in-house i call hannah and i'm like hey i'm ready i need six pounds of coffee five pounds of coffee eight pounds whatever i need and it's they roast it that morning bring it straight over and it goes straight into the beer i mean we can we can accommodate if you're willing i'm to. not <laughs> yeah, that's doable. i mean right so hansen can do it we can make that work with cafecito yeah. and my coffee or anything else from cafecito city roots is right down the street as well i'm not opposed to promoting but, anybody uh, and, local yeah that's just like a, yeah. a series and i'm not a, i'm not opposed to yeah. like I, I like this beer. Yeah, it's and good. It's there's good no, there's nothing about you partnering with French Truck that bothers me. My coffee is such a small project. Hanson's coffee is like in his house, just like for himself, right. and yeah. welcome to just like <laughs> drink on their own. Which I probably need. I need. I need some. It's Give me some whole beans, I'm by not the way. Saying yeah, if absolutely. you come over here with five pounds of freshly roasted beans, that I would not throw it into beer. I mean, but we have no. We I have got like thirty no, pounds of green coffee on hand at any given no moment. We have no contract with French Truck. <laughs> Yeah, we have no contract with French Truck, but the idea that it's five minutes down the road and it's fresh roasted and things yeah, like that's that. great. That's great. That's and we want to support Mid City. We want to support downtown. We want to support local, absolutely. So yeah. you're doing the right things there. No, yeah. no qualms about yeah. that at all. Yingling, on the other hand, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> look, no, that good. was just you. You put me on the spot. What's in my fridge? And yep, I probably I'm, said it on the first podcast, honestly. Maybe I don't it? know. I need to go back and listen. Yeah, yeah. To we'll, and we'll definitely. I do, I do like a black and tan now. Like no, it, the bl- it's, it, it's. Who doesn't it, love a black and tan? It's my though. river I mean, beer. It's my go-to a river bad beer. beer. Yeah. No, no. Some bass I, and I like you know. Oh, no, I mean, I wouldn't do bass. You wouldn't do bass. Or what would you do? River beer. Because bass is like the classic with the black and tan. Yeah, it is. I mean, I would probably do Yingling and a Guinness. I like that combination. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, let's go on to this last one we have. Oh, on. God. The, the oyster stout. I'm super excited about this because oyster stouts are a style that pe- it, it's hit or miss for people. Like, they either love it or they hate it. Yeah, so, all right. So, I'll let you in on a secret. So, possibly, Uh-oh. maybe, since we have a one-year coming up, we may have some beer in some barrels. Don't be look. Don't tease me with a good time there, Justin. Yeah. Come on. So we brewed. We brewed an oyster stout. We partnered with um, the Baton Rouge Bourbon Society. Yeah, yeah. good people. Good, good people. Great people. David Alan, and the gang. Yeah. 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 So shout out to those guys. So they're like, hey, we come here often and we love y'all's beer, and we're like, sweet. You know that's cool. And they're like, y'all want to do a collab? Like, do we get a barrel? Yes. Absolutely, then. Let's do it. <laughs> so, Let's make it happen. So they gave us some barrels. So we were like, you know, we bounced some ideas off of them. It wasn't just our idea, obviously. And it was like, we want to do something fun, and we like doing classic beer style. So it was like, hey, you ever had a oyster stout? No, I can't say that I have. Cool. Let's do an oyster stout. Let's throw it in a barrel. They're like, all right. Sounds like a plan. Interesting. So we did an oyster stout. Um, it was at the time it was the highest gravity beer we had brewed at the at the at that point. And so when we ran off what we did in the barrels, we had literally I don't know seven, ten, fifteen gallons maybe. 
So we had a keg left over, and so this is the oyster stout is what's left over. Um, we brewed it. It's a big Russian imperial stout, um, 10.5%. Has the meat, has the brine, has the uh, shells, everything. Like, that was all thrown into the boil. Um, so it, we wanted to finish, you know, thick and sweet and rich and whatnot. Because when you throw it in the barrel, it's going to dry out. It's yeah. going to... So this is... We literally have one keg left, and that's it. It was okay. a one-time run. Um, this is what's left off without running into the barrels. That's all we have. So the rest is in barrels waiting. Yes, yes. Good. So, nice. And I think it's it's not it's thick and rich, but it's not sweet because mm-hmm. you get that brininess and saltiness and everything. It's a it's pretty dang good beer. Um, it's really good. It's what yeah. I started my night off with. Yeah. Um, nice. I, I really like it the way yeah. that it is now. Yeah. yeah so and imagine I can, a barrel version. I can imagine like it concentrating a little more, but it also getting those charred, roasty, toasty, uh, vanilla yeah. kind of notes yeah. from a barrel. It's not are, sweet are just going to be like, yeah. oh crap. Yeah. Yeah. You add, right. You add bourbon sweetness. You add. It's, you add it's, corn and vanilla and and char so to it's this, a rye and barrel. it's just going to be a, yeah. okay. It's a yeah. high rye barrel. It's nice. Sagamore spirits. You get a little um, burn on it, probably. Yeah. It's a it's like a high, it's a like, high rye it's a high rye barrel uh, Sagamore spirits. Like yeah. I said, um, so we threw a little rye into the malt bill to give it that little earthy spiciness. You get the saltiness and the brininess. Yeah. Um, it finished well. This version finished super thick. But it's not sweet. It's, it's not heavy though either. It's no. like it's, no. it's not crushable. It, it's, no, it's definitely it's not crushable. <laughs> it's definitely not crushable. But it's not like super heavy like you would think it would yeah. be. Russian Imperial Stout's one of my favorites. Old Rasputin is yeah. probably oh, my God, favorite yeah. stout ever. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Such a great fucking That's stout. A great freaking beer, dude. It's so you can say oh, wait, fuck. I can say fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. yes you can. You can say great fucking beer. Old Rasputin is absolutely my favorite stout, hands down, yeah. out of any other stout. No, hands yeah. And uh, I like the fact that you did this beer in a barrel. I would think you would do the coffee beer. So I mean. I don't want to, so we we've never done barrels. We've never barrel aged anything, home brewing or anything okay. like that. It was always like oak chips and stuff like that. But it's always been a fascination with me. And I'm not saying we won't do other barrels because if you've walked through the brewery, you've noticed numerous barrels. Yeah, yeah. So none of them have anything in currently. So we have ideas. We're working on it. I like um, that. Yeah, I like that. Um. I'm not going to lie. Barrel-aged beers are my absolute 100%. If you ask my favorite beer style, I'll say barrel-aged. Doesn't matter Agreed. if it's a stout. It doesn't matter if it's a brown. It can be a wild ale. I don't care. If it's a barrel-aged beer, I'm drinking it. I'm with you 100% on that. I love a good bourbon barrel-aged beer. Yeah. I want that booziness. Yep. I want it. I don't want it to overpower it. I want a great balance, but... Just a bourbon barrel aged stout. Yeah, as a bourbon fan. God, man. It's, it's a good like, dessert beer for me. Like, it's one that I want at the end of the night, the last yeah. thing before I turn in. There's, you know, I Split mean, it between a couple friends. Try this. Yeah. I'm going to expand your mind on what beer is. Yeah. Send you home on your way thinking about what you just had. It's the complexity, the I'm going to sit here, I'm going to sit outside and I'm going to smoke a cigar and yeah. think, you know, and complex life. Yeah. 
Now I want a cigar. Yeah, I want a cigar too. <laughs> Speaking of which, when I get home, there, there you go. That that rye barrel though is going to work really well with it because you're going to you're going to get like some of that spice, some of that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and then you're you're still going to get some of the vanilla and the, yeah. and and just like the the toasty charred flavors as well. Like it, that's, I'm that's super gonna be excited. Nice. I like I said, I if you ask me on my favorite beer style, I'm not going to say any beer style. I'll just say bourbon barrel aged. Yeah, like that's just it. Can be a sour. It can be a stout. It can be a Barley wine, anything. I don't care. Do a, bur- a barrel aged barley wine. Barrel aged like, beer uh, is just that's heaven for me. Yeah, I agree. All right, so before we get out of here, Justin, what do you guys have coming up down <laughs> the pipeline? Like, oh, so we have a lot. Oh God, I don't throw know it out there for everyone to hear. So um, we're doing a lot of collabs coming up. I love a that. lot of collabs. So we that. just did the collab with Gilla. Um, we're doing another. We're doing another collab with Gilla. Um, they're gonna come here. We're gonna brew a big beer. Uh, we're gonna do a red IPA, which is something you don't see a lot of. Okay. Um, okay. So we're super excited for that. That'll the, be coming up in a couple weeks. First one you did was a vanilla porter, the, the boomstick. boomstick. Yeah, that which beer was delicious. Was nuts. So good. Yeah, it might be biased, but that beer was nuts. No, no, it was um, it's a Bobby, really good beer. Yeah, Pobby, God, that dude can brew some beer. Dude, and Brad, I'm not and Derek. Yeah. No, Brad's great. I'm. I was so happy when I discovered yeah. Bobby Hoyt yeah. was going to be brewing yeah. with Gil. I'm like, yeah, yes, because his his brain yeah. is different from yeah. everyone else's yeah. brain, and, and he understands. And things. when Bobby's when I, we were texting each other and we we're talking about, okay, we're going to call this, and I'm like, hey, you ever seen Evil Dead? Hey. Boomstick. Bobby was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. You got to love that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, love the guys over there, everything they do. So, yeah. yeah the boomstick was, boomstick was insane. If you haven't tried it yet, hopefully it's still available. Um, so, we're going to do a red IPA with them. I know we alluded to it in the radio show. Uh, the first commercial beer we brewed was uh, the white trash macaroons yeah uh it was a blonde pastry stout with brucure so for it was one really day, good it was good yeah i actually drank the last one a few days ago oh wow yeah that i had personally um so we're gonna do a beer with them here in august, uh, august sometime for september release um and then we've talked to we just actually brewed a beer with south louisiana beer club yep douglas barbin and uh jordan grove and all them guys uh, it'll be a crystal bison, which is a nice. style you do not see. No, I don't think any local Louisiana brewery has done that style. No, and so hopefully I didn't curse ourselves. So but w- no, what are we do ex- to expect in that beer? So we're doing. We're not going to lean towards the banana. I mean, we're not going to lean towards the clove and pepper. It's definitely going to be more towards the banana bubble gum, five um, percent easy drinking like. Yeah. Cr- Look forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be a good beer. Yeah. We actually have custom glassware coming, and, like, a part of the proceeds will go to a local charity. We haven't decided yet. Awesome. Cliff Decato uh, doing that glassware? Or? Uh, no, that was actually something. Oh, wow. And okay. I love Cliff, though, but <laughs> you put me on the spot. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to ask because he's, he's a sponsor. No, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. Love Cliff. But, um, that was something. It, it, it's not a, you know, exotic glass or anything like that. Yeah. It's one of those. It's got the South Louisiana Beer Club logo, our logo. It's a traditional Hefeweizen glass, so 
we're only doing a limited number of those. I don't know how many exactly. Um, 50 or 60 glasses, maybe. Okay. And a portion of those sales will go to a local charity. Nice. Um, so we just actually brewed that uh, a couple of days ago. Um, and then we're in the talks with Urban, yeah, maybe Urban South. Maybe. Dude, that'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah, maybe. That'd be cool. Um, Look, we've it, discussed with Rally Cap. I am all for local collaborations. No, I agree. I, I think, love that. I, I think local. We all love each other. We yes. all want to support each other. It's and a friendly so, competition with yeah, everybody. It's fun. Um, we've 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 already started talking to Rally Cap and a couple things maybe possibly. Um, Urban South definitely will be happening. Nice. Um, and nice. Then, yeah, I know Jay's excited. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> Well, so, Alex Flores, the, yeah, the brewmaster over there, is great. Don yeah. No, that's our boy. Don No's uh, our boy. Jacob Landry and Kyle yeah, Hewling, the, yeah. the, the, the good owners, founders. I mean, that's a, it's a good crew over there. Yeah, we've we've been sourcing a lot of hops and stuff through Jacob. So, nice. um, yeah, they've, they're great guys. Love, you know, they help us out. So, um, we're definitely doing something with them and Alex. And so, we'll be brewing that soon. So, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. No, no, absolutely. So, but it'll be really fun, honestly. Nice. All right. Before we wrap up, let's let everyone know the hours of operation here yeah. at Cyber. Freaking fucking, sorry. Yeah. Fucking Google. Can, yes. <laughs> fucking stupid Google. So we're closed on Mondays, no matter what Google says. Yeah. Ignore Google. Yeah. We are open on Tuesdays, regardless of what Google says. <laughs> um, so Tuesday oh, through Thursdays, 2 to 8. Um, Sundays, 2 to 8. And we do have food trucks on Sundays, generally. Good. Um, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, it's our long days, 12 to 10. Nice. Yep. You can follow Cypress Coast on Facebook and on Instagram as well. You guys are on yep. there as well. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Um, that's the best site. That's the best way to follow us as yeah. far as beer releases and whatnot. You guys are good on updating that. And also, if you follow on the ABV Podcast Facebook and Instagram pages, yeah, I'm always... You- Reposting yeah, all that stuff. Thank you so much for that. Obviously. You're welcome, of course, obviously. Uh, so make sure you're following Cypress Coast on Facebook, on Instagram. Justin, thank you so much for having us here. No, I appreciate tonight. it. We it, need to do it more often. Look, let me know. Yeah. Let's do it. When it's, your schedule is ready, is, yeah. is open, Jay as well, because Jay's like super busy. Yeah, I mean, so, to get Jay in here right now, I don't, like, even, I don't even know. You're in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. So Jay, thank you for being here as well. So. Glad I could be here. Hanson, welcome. Thank you guys for Thank showing you, up as well. Shout out yes. to Abby who made it the first yes, half. Abby Lee showed up for the first Don't forget half Abby Lee. Can't, can never forget Abby Lee. Uh, also, guys, if you get a chance, if you're on social media, or if you're just surfing the webs, check out all of our sponsors, Presonus Audio. They're presonus.com. Make sure you're checking out Government Taco. Check them out. They're right in front of Cypress Coast. Go get some fucking tacos. Huge, huge collab. I mean, I don't want to say collab, but... Eventually, we can share. Point. Yeah, yeah. Look, the cheesy and a purchase will happen. The yeah. cheesy and a purchase—that <laughs> is fucking. What is that? Eventually, what is that? Yeah. Holy shit! I'm putting Jay on the spot with that. Cheesy like and it. a purchase, Jay. What the fuck? It's done. It done. Has to All be. right, that's happening. It sounds yeah. good, too good not to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But just remember, if you're at yeah, right? if you're yeah. at Government Taco and you're getting tacos <laughs> and the T-shirt, yeah, cool. I can sell a twenty-five dollar taco. It's a T-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Taco, yeah, it's still. a combo. Yeah. It's a combo. You know? yeah, there you go. I mean, bring bring tacos, bring beer. Like I know Jay. Like we, it's a block party. Like we yeah. want 
we want that vibe. We want that. We're helping each other. Yeah, everybody's supporting yeah, everybody. It's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you're yeah. at Government Taco and you want to get tacos to go, you can bring them here to Cypress Coast. If you're here at Cypress Coast and you want a beer to go and go eat tacos, you can do that as well. We have lots of cups. Yeah, there you go. It's fine. Support everybody. Government Taco, one of our spon- one of our proud sponsors of the ABV Podcast. Presonus Audio. Government Taco, Athlon Insurance, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, and Pelican Graph Brands. And also don't forget Cliff Decato and Hops in the Hollows. If you want some really cool beer glasses, go to hopsinthehollows.com. Check it out. He's got you covered. These new Star Wars Hop Star glasses that he has. God damn, they're great. Dude, they're so good. <laughs> they're fucking awesome. It's like if Hops overtook the Death Star. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. We've got some in the studio for the Jada Cody Show we've been drinking beer out of. So make sure... To get your cool glassware, go to hopsandhollows.com. Until next time, I am Chuck P. This is the ABV Podcast. Cheers.